Sonic Statesman.com. Sonic Talk number 70, end of the year, last one before, um, well, before the next year and before Christmas. So happy Christmas, everybody. And uh, to help me celebrate and bring the virtual Christmas in, I've got Mr. Rich Hilton from Connecticut. And a happy holidays to everybody out there. How are you, Rich? Very well, thank you. Very well. How about you, Nick? Uh, I'm okay. I'm a little bit, little bit um, grey today because uh, we had a bit of a Sonic drinks party last night. Um, all our local contributors, um, well, several of them anyway, came along and um, we had a few drinks in the local hostelry. Oh, nice. Wish yeah. I'd been there. Well, I wish we could have had, had you flown over, Rich, but I suspect it was just a little bit extravagant on both of our parts to, to be able to quite pull that one off. Maybe next time. Yeah, maybe and um, Mr. Mark Tinley, how are you, Mark? Are you all geared up for Christmas? I'm very well. I'm, I'm feeling very lightheaded. Really? You... I've, had a, I've had a haircut. <laughs> oh. ah, I had about six inches removed from it. I'm down to shoulder length. I look a bit like George Best, if anybody knows who George Best was in the 70s. And I quite yeah, like yeah. it, actually. Okay, are you going to surprise a few family members with your shortened hair then? I don't know. I, I went... I'd, Went to my brother's 40th birthday uh, sort of meal with my parents recently, and his daughter had been on the phone to my dad and said to my dad, oh, Adam's had all, uh, dad's had all his hair cut off. Um, he's got a sensible haircut again now. So my mum told me this before Adam turned up, and Adam walked in and he'd got a shaved head. So his daughter's idea of sensible haircut is shaved head. There's no hair at all. So, yes, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know what they'll think. They'll... Well, I'd, I would have felt right at home alongside him, I can assure you. Although I'm getting a bit fuzzy at the moment. I need a trim before before the big event. Uh, well, anyway, glad to have you aboard, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Um, is your son um, safely plonked in front of a, a, a gripping television feast? Um, no, actually. He's gone to the pub. Oh. <laughs> Good lad. Re- uh, Nanny has turned up with uh, her chap, Ray, and my partner's taken the day off, and so they've all gone to the pub for lunch. Oh, marvellous. I'm very, uh, I'm, well, very kind of you to stay behind for us. Indeed. Well, I've got myself a pork pie and a piece of lamb, so... I did, actually, I did actually think about last week um, just getting a load of beers in and sitting here and drinking through the podcast, but actually I don't feel well, like I was it. About to, <laughs> I was about to ask you if David provided you with another bottle of champagne. Fortunately not. Uh, which is a, but it is a good link to introduce Mr. Dave Spears from G4Software.com. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, wow. <laughs> have, you, have you got a beard on and a red cape? Are you the, uh, no, but I did have yesterday. Uh, you didn't. Did you do the Santa thing for school? Uh, no, no. We were doing some um, pictures for something we're doing on the website, but it all degenerated. <laughs> <laughs> so you were dressed as Santa and it all, yeah? Yes, it was basically a very drunk Santa. Right, and you had to get into character. Of course. But anyway, happy Christmas to you too. Should we get on with it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sounding very festive. I suppose I should I should have some sleigh bells or something tinkling in the background. Maybe I can find a sound effect that I can overdub to make my make the make it sort of a bit more like Santa's Grotto. Imagine if you will, I'm sitting here in a sort of Santa's Grotto with bedraped with tinsel and all sorts of baubles and uh, a a soft pine smell and holly hanging on the office door and you'll be much further from the truth than is is the case (laughs) but anyway so uh, sonic talk number 70 year end uh welcome everybody um 
I just thought we could have a general discussion. It's going to be a little free form. There's a few things. And I just thought as we're near the end of the year, um, I, what was the kind of best thing that's happened this year? The thing perhaps you're most proud of? Um, best thing that's happened to me this year, I think joining Huntington Male Voice Choir as a first tenor. Oh, really? It's the best thing that's happened to me this year. Yeah, and I, I joined a week before they recorded a CD, uh, which they recorded in in two places, in uh, Hemingford Abbot's Church, which is nearby. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn, um, I think it was about 10 pieces in a week before this event, and some of them I'd only sung once before. So I had to sort of really work out how to be in the zone, as in, you know, how to be in the zone of belief that I'm actually able to do this and it all worked out really well actually um, so I'm quite proud of myself for that I think Yay! well done, round of applause there <laughs> how did the performance go? have you actually performed live or just for a sort of recording purposes? Uh, for recording purposes only so far but I am tomorrow night going to go and stand on um, Huntingdon train station with them and we're going to go and sing a whole load of carols to commuters coming back from London So, and um, there's another one on Christmas Eve as well that sounds really jolly Cool. Yeah, yeah. it's excellent fun. I mean, the, the sound of the choir is absolutely awesome. Like real people with real dynamics. It's like it's funny, a isn't it? Complete you, revelation to me. It's funny. You're you not kind of um, feeling like you needed to perform some edits. Well, I did actually. When they played me the CD, I said I can hear something funny in there, and they said, "Really? What's that?" And I said, "No, there's something strange about the ambience of the room." So they sent me round to the person that was recording and producing it. Um, studio to help <laughs> actually so I did help them with one of them Was he glad to see you? He was very glad to see me actually I think he was. He made some very nice comments about me actually, about my ears It's funny that actually, that, that whole thing about kind of being used to working in the digital domain I mean just as a, I, I went a few times to a local football ground to watch my local team who are rubbish, Bath Football Club, they're awful and um but you're watching it and you kind of, you're so used to, if you ever watch well, football, I mean soccer, watch it on the telly, you sort of, if you miss something, you kind of in your mind, you think it doesn't matter because I'll see the replay and you spend the whole match kind of missing stuff because you're not concentrating because you think you're going to see the replay because you're obviously not, you're not watching because it's live, you're not watching it for on telly. It's quite a, quite a phenomenon. I just wonder if the same sort of thing happens with choirs. Hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Well, because- I mean, the other brilliant thing about it is there's a place called Hinchingbrook House in Huntingdon, which is where Oliver Cromwell went to school, I think. Right. Remember rightly. And I've always wanted to go in there ever since I've moved here. And the choir rehearse in the hall in Hinchingbrook House. So by joining the choir, I also got to see the inside of this amazing house. So. There's lots of upsides to it. Oh, good. Well, I'm really glad to hear it. Hey, listen, PJ Tracy has just uh, come online. I'm going to go and get him. PJ Tracy from Minneapolis. How you doing? I'm very well, gentlemen. Yourselves? Well, I'm good. I'm sort of grey. I like I was saying. I'm, we had the office party last night, so I'm not 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 100. <laughs> percent Hey, we were just uh, talking about what was uh, sort of the best thing that's happened to you this year. What's you're most proud of? And Mark was telling us about him joining the his local male voice choir. I'm actually looking at the topic list and ruminating over that for the the past couple of days. Um, I think probably the thing I'm most proud of this year was a project that um, I share a studio space with a visual artist. <clears throat> He's a, a talented painter of about 30 years. And over the past 
uh, year, we collaborated on some experimental animations. Mm-hmm. And just as a lark, we sent some out to film festivals around the world. Uh, and they've been received very well. And in um, Naples, Italy, at the Casoria Center for Contemporary Art, they contacted us after our film won a juried prize and asked to in- induct us into their permanent collection. Hey, cool. Yeah. That is cool. So I, yeah, so I think that's probably the thing I'm very most proud of this year. Yay! Yeah, another round of applause. Hey, we're all great here. Thank you. Fantastic. <laughs> Rich, how about yourself? The thing I'm most proud of this year uh, is actually uh, watching my kids play music. But the thing I'm most proud of that I did was um, design and pull off the new studio. Uh, that's probably yeah what, yeah I, I can see that it does look uh, very nice and if you've seen the pic anyone's had a chance to see the pictures if you go to myspace.com forward slash hiltonius it looks great rich mm. well thank you yeah thanks i'm very happy working there and it it came out as well or better than i had dreamed life that and you know continuing to be here yeah that's <laughs> a always a, healthy it's way always a plus, isn't it? <laughs> mr dave spears how about yourself then um, quite a few, really. A uh, couple of film projects that I'm quite pleased with. And, oh, we got an instrument out this year. That was good. I was quite oh, pleased yeah. to get that VSM, out, finally. Virtual yes. String Machine. Finally out. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm nipper at school, doing brilliantly at secondary school, high school. Um, yeah, it's been quite... A, it's, but the year's just flown by. That's a sign of getting old, isn't it? It has. Well, mm. it's a, it, every year becomes a much smaller fraction of the sum, doesn't it? That's what it mm. kind of comes down to, I think. We're all young at heart, and of course we don't want to come across like a series of old fogies, which we're not. I mean, PJ isn't, <laughs> for instance. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> and I suppose the other part of the topic was, what would you like to achieve in the next year? Uh, the problem with this time of year is that NAM is just around the corner, so there's very little time to kind of sit back and go, oh, that's been a good year, I'd quite like to do this next year, because actually it's heads down, go mental, trying to get everything ready for NAM. That's very true. That is very true. Which in some ways is very good, because it sort of, it gets you through, and certainly in the UK, the kind of worse, the arse end of winter, which is not very pleasant, and then by the time you're through NAM, it's almost spring-summer again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so we're kind of heads down, go go crazy for that, really. Yeah, not much time for anything else, I suppose, no. Uh, no, I've done no Christmas shopping at all. Haven't you? Well, I did some online yesterday when I was uh, babysitting a Goldfrap rehearsal. <laughs> I did <laughs> 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 Which, I don't feel proud of the presents I bought then, you know, but um, at least I've done them. Mark Tinley, next year. I think I'm going to train to be a hypnotherapist, actually. Okay. Wow. I'm very interested in hypnotherapy. <laughs> I've been having some myself recently. It's a fascinating and, um, area, isn't it? Yeah, and and it's something I want to do, actually. So I think I'm going to, you know, that thing your parents said to you when you were at school, make sure you get all your exams, because then you'll have something to fall back on. Well, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I think it's a, about time I started creating something else that I can do other than music, so that I don't have to do music when I'm 70, 80 years old. I had some hypnotherapy once, and I... And, I'm very susceptible. Apparently, um, I was told they put a little thing on your um, your hand to kind of measure the electrical activity, and I was um, they could have operated on me. He said, "Oh, so, really?" So I, th- I don't know whether that's good or bad because, uh, but you know, it was most enjoyable. It's a bit like sort of 
when they sort of talk about astral planing, it sort of reminds I imagine it feels like that. It's very um, euphoric, I think is the word. You just feel immense euphoria. It's quite, quite amazing if it's, uh, I guess, if it's done right. I found it really weird when you're actually like in, in trance and you try and move a limb or something. It just feels really strange. You can do it. You're just, it's just like you're, you're disconnected a little bit, isn't it? It's like being half asleep, really. It's, it's not like a kind of anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, good for you. You can practice on me. See if we can do it over Skype. <laughs> you, actually, there could be a whole business in there, couldn't we? Sort of uh, hypnotherapy over the internet. What well, happens if the machine crashes? Yeah, what happens if Skype goes down halfway through and the person still thinks they're an onion or whatever it is that you're, uh, <laughs> you're doing? <laughs> Could be problematic, yeah. Perhaps not such a good idea. Rich, what about you for next year? I, I You know... My personal goals these days have to do more with my family and health issues and things like that. Um, professionally, I'd like to continue to play chic shows. I'd like to continue to work on music with Nile Rogers and uh, meet interesting people and enjoy life. I mean, I, I see, I have this whole, I think every day is a privilege kind of yeah. philosophy that uh somehow i guess as i get older that kind of stuff means a lot more to me and you know the the idea that i'll be more successful in particular area or less successful i just want to keep moving forward as a person and uh the opportunity to do that is its own reward i guess i think that's a pretty good answer actually and uh, one i would concur with heartily if i had the time but um <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, but I'm afraid we have to go. It's been nice talking to you. No, all. no, that's not what I meant at all. I mean, it's more a question of, um, you know, because I always think, yeah, I really should spend more time doing this, this and this. You know, I used to cycle a lot, used to play tennis, used to go, you know, it just doesn't seem to be any time for it. I need to kind of, I think I personally need to create a bit more time not working. That would be a good idea. And PJ, yourself. Yes, sir. Where are you um, heading? Well, uh, I'm getting married soon in this upcoming year, so I hope to embark on that uh, adventure with the clearest head and open, openest heart that I possibly can to to sort of set that on the right foot. So that's that's my primary goal for this year. But professionally speaking, um, it's it's been a while since I've done any um, any actually pl- actual playing live, and I've been um, doing a lot of practicing lately, and I'd I'd like to get back out. Um, even solo, but with maybe a trio, and start start doing some live playing. And so I've been looking into the possibility of booking some shows uh-huh. uh, regionally, and and um, I'd like to see where that goes. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, because I feel that I've finally gotten my my business under control, where I, I sort of um, switched tracks a few years back into doing full time composing, and uh, I have enough work now to uh, to feed myself. So. I think moving on to something to something else to augment creatively would be the way the way to go for me the way forward. That sounds grand. Well, I wish you the best I, of luck with that. Thanks. I also wanted to mention that <clears throat> a couple of years ago I set up a home studio for a for a hypnotherapist because he wanted to be able to record his own hypnotherapy tapes. Right. And this guy had been featured on a local news program, and he showed me all of the grisly Polaroids of, um, he had had nerve surgery done on his foot oh. without the use of anesthetic. He right. hypnotized, he hypnotized himself. Himself. And himself, yes. Wow. And he'll do it for others if they, 
if they want. If they let him, him yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they let him. Exactly. But he had pictures of, of the surgeons with his foot wide open, and they're in there snipping and cutting, and oh. he's, wide, he's wide awake. It definitely works, because I, I hypnotized my partner for the um, birth of East a couple of years ago. We did a whole hypnobirthing course, and um, she got to, like, about nine, eight or nine centimeters dilated before she had to have any pain uh, relief. And had and had she known that she was that far dilated, I'm not sure that she would have had the pain relief. She right. probably would have kept going, you know, but most... most People these days have pain relief a lot, lot earlier than that, and they, the nursing staff were very surprised that she'd got that far without having anything. Yeah, well, it was a very powerful thing. What about you, Nick? For next year? Yeah. I kind of... Mm. I quite like to go swimming occasionally. <laughs> just, <laughs> just that. And, you know... Oh. Obviously, we want to make sure that um, we can keep the podcast going and um, have the opportunity to talk to all you guys and, you know, keep keep that because I really enjoy it every week. It's kind of like a, a rare treat, but now it's here, more regular, here. if you see what I mean. Hey, Nick, I have a recommendation for you. Um, there is a fantastic book with a ton of extremely practical devi- uh, advice and resources in it by a gentleman called Tim Ferriss, and the book is titled The 4-Hour Workweek. Ah. My partner's reading that. It's a great, that's a great book. My partner's reading that, and she's been promoted to managing uh, several people since she's been reading that, so I recommend that book as well. I'll try that out. Thank you very much. Um, that's all. I've got quite spiritual and philosophical, which is kind of good, and it, it makes, a, makes a change, but I think, really, we have to get back on track and talk about some gear. So, what do we want for Christmas? It, you know, we can't get through the year without having a Christmas present extravaganza and uh, one of the things i found uh, there's uh, create digital music which is a, a great blog resource uh, run by peter kern um, has got a topic which is uh, favorite things holiday gift packs from create digital music there's uh, several people who've uh, posted their little pics on there and one of them was uh, mike una james graham and um, the, the the one of the most interesting ones uh, resulted in this piece of music which i'd like to play for you down yeah I, 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 <laughs> that was played on a nintendo ds did you see that so yeah. it's a thing called jam sessions and it's basically it's got a load of uh, chord samples and you sort of strum it with your with stylus and when i started to look a bit deeper there's tons of people <laughs> doing like live performances and stuff with it and that guy is called jibibus um, and it's 34.99 i mean i don't know what the nintendo ds costs i but uh, it just seemed to be kind of quite good fun, really. And a lot of people seem to be using it. And lots of kids kind of just... I know it probably won't appeal to everybody, but, um, Mark, it's the sort of thing I thought you might um, you might kind of dig a little bit. It's a bit like an Omnicord, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah, I suppose so, but much smaller. Yeah, and both my kids have got Nintendo DSs, so maybe I should um, commandeer one. Maybe yes, you could get one for yourself. You could, you could become like a singing family trio. <laughs> 
<laughs> sit, ra- sit round after the after Christmas dinner and strum away on your little Nintendo My devices. <laughs> And uh, what was the other thing? Um, the other thing that was good, James Graham's choice was the synthesizers.com modular month system. 120 bucks a, mu- bucks a month gets you a 22 space modular rack case, eight modules and accessories. And you get one part every 30 days. And that's from synthesizers.com. Mm-hmm. That kind of, and I it looked that. really tasty, actually. But I think my favourite's got to be Jam Session so far. I mean, 34.99 and quite fun. So, I mean, joking aside, um, what... What would you like for Christmas? You know the sort of whenever you're asked by your family or your mum or whatever, what would you like for Christmas? And you want to say, "I'd really like something totally." I know you'll never be able to afford and have no, probably won't be able to even find. If you if if those sort of limitations were taken away, what was it you would go for? PJ, a plane ticket to Tahiti. Oh yeah, now I'm I'm, I'm liking that a lot. That sounds great. <laughs> I'd like just to one, spend just one the way. winter. Uh, no, no, I'd, I'd come back, but I'd like to spend at least January, February, and March away from Minnesota because uh, I <laughs> I was doing some research online and found out that at this time of year, the sun in its southern aspect gets no higher in the southern sky than it does at 7.30 in the morning on the summer solstice. Oh, man. So it's perpe- perpetual morning here for the next three months. I think I understand where you're coming from. Funnily enough, um, Andy just came to the office and he told me before we started um, that I was on the news somewhere that um, the world globally has dropped three or four degrees. Is that right, Andy? Average temperature. I was going to say, what's How happened about to global that? warming? Where's global well, no, warming gone? Well, it's it, that's because, the strange thing. Becomes, global warming actually re- can result in reduced temperatures in some... In, I don't know how it works. It's become climate change. Yeah. Ah. They, it, global warming doesn't work all the time, you see. When it's climate change, you can complain all the time. Ah. <laughs> there were dairy farms on the western coast of Greenland in the 8th century AD. I think we've got, we've got a little way to go before we have that again. Yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> when, when I was a kid, when, in the 1970s, they kept saying that the Russians were messing with the weather. And that was sort of their excuse. They said that the Russians <laughs> had some kind of wave, wave machine that could mess around with... You know, rain and stuff and make it... Did did they get that from the crashed UFO? You know, the aluminium powder in the clouds to get the the water to drop. I mean, they've used that on lots of occasions. They used that in uh, more recently um, after the Chernobyl disaster when they wanted to basically have the clouds dump their radioactive water before they hit places like Moscow and St. Petersburg. So they dump them, you know, they use that as, you know, and that's Mm. just in Russia. I mean, and the Americans, America used it in... uh, in Vietnam to make sure it was muddy, basically, and difficult mm. to get around. Anyway, okay. but <clears throat> Tahiti, PJ, I think that's a great idea. Before we get too, too tangential, uh, I'd kind of like to join you. I've never been to Tahiti. Richard, oh, I know that would you, be fun. you went to uh, Hawaii, didn't you, kind of quite recently with Sheik? I did, in May. I mean, I've not been to Tahiti, but uh, Hawaii is wonderful. I particularly like the the smaller, more outlying islands myself. But what about you for for Christmas then? Uh, a ticket to Kauai would be nice. Um, uh, let's see. I uh, I wanted uh, there's a DVD out uh, by John McLaughlin, the guitarist, and Ooh. a guy called Selva Ganesh, who's one of the percussionists from his group Shakti, and it teaches the Kanakal rhythm method. Um, that's practiced in India. 
And uh, that's what I wanted for Christmas, just in case you didn't think I was weird already. No, uh, just the rhythm method has other connotations, certainly in the UK. Yeah, well, but mm. but, uh, but um, I'm, I'm guessing it's a musical tuition kind of thing, right? It is okay. apparently an instructional DVD with examples, and you actually learn how they count and how they express this rhythm. It's supposed to be uh, how to learn rhythm without drumming, basically. Okay. That actually go. sounds quite good. I quite like the sound of that. There's a demo video. There's a you know short demo video on the website where they sell the thing, and uh, it looks really interesting. Can you put a link in the show notes? Yeah, so? send us a link, Rich, and we'll stick it in so we can uh, all have a look. Well, it's abstractlogics.com. L-O-G-I-X, at, you know, at the end. So abstractlogics.com. Very cool. Dave? Uh, yes. Um, I'd put... I'd quite like to go to Nam on one of those lie-down beds. Ah, really? <laughs> Very good. But I think they're about sort of six grand a pop, aren't they, or something They crazy, are. We, so. We've actually, uh, for the first time ever, one of the guys who, who usually goes with us is not going, and he travels an awful lot, and he's, um, he said he can upgrade us to business class for our, because he's got to use them up before February and won't get a chance. So we're going to fly business class for the first Ooh. time ever i don't know whether that means we get a bed or we just get a slightly different cover anti-macassar and um you know proper knives and forks instead of plastic ones who knows you get slightly bigger seats don't you and you it's get all- champagne when you get on the plane well we're on american airlines though um i don't know ah, if that's the okay. same thing i don't know what yeah. that means maybe we just get a slightly more attractive air hostess you need to dress differently to get bumped though basically don't you I don't know. We we we. There's ways to there's there's ways to look to get yourself bumped. On, I had a great on one air. getting bumped. I had a really good one one year. All the future publishing guys, and I mean, you know, because everyone's pretty much on the same flight. So all the future publishing guys are over there. And uh, when I when I got to check in, I was on my own. And I said, um, "Can you tell me if?" Uh, and I knew the name, so I gave. Yes, yes, they're on the flight. I said, oh, actually, they've been trying to interview me for ages and ages. Um, could you seat me kind of well away from them because I've been trying to avoid them, which was a complete lie because they're all good mates. And they bumped me up to business class. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Mark, what about you? What do you want for Christmas? Can I have the um, the F-131 Hellcat Combat, please? Is that the aeroplane you've been hankering after? No, it's not. It's the motorcycle I've been hankering after. You've just got a motorcycle. I haven't got an F-131 Hellcat Combat, though. It's a, <laughs> it's a limited edition one by the Confederate motorcycles people who've um, made this stunning-looking bike, which is $40,000, I think. I'll see if I can pick one up for you when I'm in the States. Sonic Talk. Sponsored by Yamaha Music Production. Producers of the world's most popular digital mixing consoles. Accurate professional studio monitoring systems. Incredibly realistic and portable digital stage pianos. The versatile motif range of music production synthesizers. And the latest N-series digital mixing studios. Featuring the cleanest signal pump and full Cubase AI4 integration www.yamahasynth.com Sonic Talk uh, Does anyone actually want to do Firewire Speed Bump or shall I just talk about it? When I read about that I had this image of like uh, you know the sleeping policeman and a speed Oh actually something that would throttle the speed of fi- uh, Firewire rather than make I thought, Oh what's causing this speed bump Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a new Firewire cable that's got traffic calming in it. No, it's not that. New Firewire, <laughs> new Firewire speed bump. Apparently, um, Firewire S3200, a future version of Firewire, will quadruple the speed of today's fastest version. Uh, the IE, IEEE 1394 Trade Association has revealed uh, that it, officially known as S3200, it will build on the same connectors and tele- technology used as Firewire 800, but it'll operate at 3.2 gigabits per second, which is not bad at all. But the thing that I found most interesting was it's actually going to be available next year, which is, seems unheard of, you know, that we're actually going to even faster. And I don't know what sort of computers are going to possibly have them in there or whether you'll have to, you know, get some sort of PCI card, but it could be handy. I mean, FireWire's pretty good, but I prefer it over USB, as everybody probably knows. So even faster, even more. Hmm. I've had nothing but grief with FireWire drives this year. Have you really? Well, now you can have much faster grief. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Faster disc repair. (laughs) It'll just be over much more quickly. The pain will be much more intense, but it'll go go away quicker. I wonder Um, if the existing Firewire buses in the hardware that we all own will support this in in their native, or do you have to have different Firewire uh, controller at the computer and... That's a good question because I mean obviously that's the key because if there's if it's a whole new generation of machines then I mean Apple pretty much are the only people that do anything on the FireWire 800 front in terms of motherboard connectivity so I mean at the bottom it says no company has officially committed to updated FireWire products so <laughs> so it's almost worthless well <laughs> no I mean all these kinds of pushes in technology ultimately end up in our hands on one level or another yeah but they haven't it's, officially released the protocol yet, have they? No, I think what's happening with this is it's it's used for a sort of networking device. I mean, it's going to be storage first, and then um, using for moving um, HD video around the place. So you you might want to set up a kind of firewire network in your home to move the data around. I think that's kind of where it's headed. Every year, or certainly for the last four years, uh, on Garatan, the people are invited to submit sort of Christmas arrangements uh, using the Garatan orchestra uh, samples and various other libraries. And that particular one was uh, uh, the Ave Maria uh, by a guy called Lawrence Harvey. Uh, and Rich Hilton, you passed this on to me. Uh, are you a fan of the Garatan stuff? And what do you think of uh, this, this year's collection? I am a fan. Um, I really enjoy the arrangements that these folks have done over the years, and it really does show off his uh, fairly economical um, virtual orchestra player incredibly well. I can't recall the name of the product exactly, and I own it. Called the Personal Orchestra. <laughs> yes, the there it is. Personal Orchestra, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is all done with GPO, and uh, it it all sounds fantastic. And yes, yeah, sometimes it sounds synthetic. Uh, a little more so than you'd like, but ultimately the uh, ambition and the realizations is just really outstanding, and I enjoy it. And I, what I've done is I've burned an MP3 disc, which my DVD player down in my living room plays, and uh, I've just got tons of this stuff just lined up, ready to go. I hit it, I put it on random, and go about my Christmas cooking duties. <laughs> oh, excellent! So I use it to to sort of set the Christmas ambience in the home. 
Yeah. Yeah, why not? Great. I'd be doing the same if uh, only my Mac Mini, after I'd spent all this time setting up the Media Center, the Firefly, you know, Rock You Sound Bridge, the DVD, everything. And um, just before Christmas, it just went, just stopped working. Really? So, yeah, it's really annoying. I'm just watching it now. I've tried, I've tried running um, Disc Warrior on the disc on several occasions, which says it doesn't, it's not a problem. And now it's got past the Apple screen with the, uh, with the swirly bit, and now it's on a blue screen, but it hasn't actually booted. And uh, I am getting so much grief about this because it means no music, no DVDs, no recording Coronation Street for the missus. Yes, because I, uh, I centralised the entire media in one fell swoop, and now that doesn't work. <laughs> I wish I wish I were there to help you with this, Nick. <laughs> I wish I wish I wasn't here to have to to have to have to deal with it. But there you go. But yeah, Garatan stuff. I quite like the Garatan stuff. I use that on the East West stuff. It's good. It's quite nice to mm. kind of climb inside the head of another player, as it were, and try and get the articulations right for a particular instrument that you have no affinity with at all. Mm-hmm. I think that must be the trick, yeah. And PJ, you, are you a Garrettan user? I don't actually own any of, of Gary Garrett's stuff, but I'm a huge fan of the man personally. He um, he runs a forum on the Northern Sound Source uh, <clears throat> Bulletin, and he's an ex- he, he seems to be an extremely generous individual with his time and his patience and um, with his um, educator's prowess. He uh, set up a... Uh, a, an online course based on Rimsky Korsakov on how to orchestrate, and um, I, it's been, I, I guess, just overwhelming response to to this course. And it looks like a lot of work went into the implementation of it, and it's and he did it. Uh, it's all free for the end user. So I, I think he's, I think he's a great guy. Just seems to be a really, really stand up guy. Yeah, well, I've met him. Uh, I think I met him at or maybe it was Nashville Dam. And he was a really, he was a really nice bloke, actually. And all the people who were sort of around him, there's a guy called Tom who was working on one of the brass or saxophone things, and he was, he was a really nice guy as well. Very sort of um, articulate and sort of boffiny, you know, real kind of dedicated to the minutiae of the of the process and and the kind of capturing of all these instruments. So they really kind of pay attention to them. And from what I've heard, the Garreton Personal Orchestra is a great like you say rich sort of compact orchestral collection i haven't got any orchestral collections i I should try one but then they probably wouldn't do be much use in my hands because i'm not an orchestral kind of guy really so uh mark um i've got mirror slab i don't know what to do with it but i've got it (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure that i'll um put these tunes in my itunes and sit there and listen to them along with some others while I'm cooking my Christmas goose. But. Oh, you're going to have a goose? Oh, good for you. Mark, um, you you were the only person that spotted this URL that was kind of rogue in the show notes that I, I didn't spot, so I haven't got anything to say about it apart from it's a new generative music plugin that I found on Synthtopia, which is an excellent resource. What did you find out about it, Mark? What did I find out about it? I listened to... I watched a little video... And uh, had a look at what it did, and I thought, hang on a minute, that looks quite interesting. So I've downloaded it, and um, I tried to make it play under its own steam on the computer, and then realized I needed an additional piece of software, which I didn't have. Uh, and then I realized it also had a uh, plugin version, so I bunged the plugin in my plugins folder, and I've loaded it up in Logic. And I've been tinkering around with it a little bit, um, but so far, I, I mean, I've pretty much 
I'm pretty sure I know what it does. So what I, I does it do? It's a sort of it, it, it generates music. So it's like the next step on from um, the thing that Brian Eno used to use all the time. What's that thing called? Col- uh, Col- Cohen. Cohen. Yeah, it's the same guys, isn't it? It is the mm-hmm. same man, and he's written this plugin thing. So oh, I really? think I need to I need to go and make an environment for it to work in because I expected it. it although it works as a um, an AU instrument, what it does is it feeds the input of Logic. So you load it into an instrument channel, and then it's feeding the input of Logic. So you need another instrument for it to for it to play. So I'd got as far as putting it in an instrument channel and putting my instrument in, but I now think I need a multi-timbral instrument. In. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it does it take anything from? Does it require an input of any kind, or does it just kind of jam away on its own? It doesn't seem to need an input. No. Um, and presumably, you can record the output and just kind of you know grab anything you fancy from well, it. I think that's what's cool about it, actually. The fact that it's feeding the logic input means that I can bang logic and record and record stuff, and then I can sit and edit and and do stuff. But it does seem to be much of a sameness as the um, Cohen thing. Right. I'm not sure it's going to generate, like, hard rock or punk or anything Or like a number that. one hit record that you could sit uh, back no. and coin in the royalties from, perhaps. You know what, though? If I decide to do the hypnosis thing, this could be the perfect um, musical sort of bed to go behind it. Constantly evolving <laughs> bed of ambience, you know. That sounds like a good idea. But perhaps <laughs> not for a topic on the podcast. <laughs> I love the way it ties together, though, with the beginning of the show. It's it does tie together very nicely. come right back to the hypnosis thing. It's great. I, okay. Hey, you can, you it, can stays. It. it stays. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a good. symphony where the... The themes all come the together at the theme. end. Another reminder of my lack of preparedness for uh, for this particular topic. I thought I hadn't made it in. So I do apologise, but it's called... What's the plugin called, Mark? Uh, Notical. So it's called Notical, and it's a new generative music plugin. Notical. Notical. Notical or Notical. We're not quite sure, but it's a new generative plugin that works on AU or standalone and can sort of warble away, noodling in the background and coming up with stuff that you may or may not want to use. I think the best generative thing that I've used, though, is Fruity Loops. I like the generative um, thing in there because it emulates a TB303 with the batteries pulled out. Oh, I've never, never had that. It's, it's it, worth trying. Wasn't Fruity Loops originally a PC software? It is a PC yeah, software, I don't yeah. Think it doesn't work on Mac at all. It works on my Mac because yeah, I've well, got in, Parallels on there. So. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I'm hearing, I'm seeing actually, I'm seeing software lately that's actually authorized to run in on a Mac running uh, boot camp, like the new Cakewalk in its uh, in its specification for where you know for the recommended uh, platforms includes uh, Macs running boot camp. Oh wow! Sonar Sonar Seven. Uh, I, I I think it's called the Cakewalk Producer Edition. Yeah, oh, I get, okay. Is it, okay. It should work because I mean, if you run your your Mac in Bootcamp, you are essentially running Windows on a kind of reasonably well specified PC. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to. Well, it might work, you know. <laughs> yeah. So why can't why can't they pull the Windows bit out the middle and just run the code straight on the processor, wouldn't and it, then we could run it under the Mac? Wouldn't it be great? Because well, I would it think would. that they've got a whole set of routines and graphics and yeah. interface issues to deal with. At that point, they're rewriting the software to match the Mac. Uh, mode of working within the opera, you know, with Unix and, and such. By the way, Bootcamp uh, is expiring. Uh, I think, is it sometime in December, end of December? 
but um, it doesn't mean your boot camp partitions won't, won't work. If you're pre-leopard, it just means boot camp, boot camp assistant won't run anymore. So if you want to set up any more Windows partitions on your Mac, you will have to upgrade to Leopard. But it doesn't mean your existing partition will break. Just to clarify that, because I think there's been a bit of confusion. Phew. Mm. Well, thank God I'm on Parallels Desktop then instead of instead of Boot Camp. I did, I did ponder over the whole thing as to whether I should set up a Boot Camp partition, but because Parallels would let me import all of my old virtual PC stuff and upgrade and update from there, I did it that way. Yeah. If you're running a dual-core processor, <laughs> Parallels will only access one of them. Oh, I see. Do you see what I mean? What am so I running? Not, if I've got a MacBook Pro, I am running dual core. You've got I? dual core, so you don't get full access to the, all <laughs> of the computing resources under Parallels. That's what I was trying to say. You've got to I share didn't it. know that, yeah, that's and that explains a lot of things. That's why it doesn't run as fast, basically. Right. Whereas Bootcamp will access both processors? Yeah, well, you're just booting up as a PC. So you, there's no OS X layer at all. All it does is tell the Mac that it's able to boot Windows. And if you boot mm. Windows, then Windows takes full advantage of all the hardware you've got. You know, there's no OS X layer happening at all when you're booting into Windows. It's just right. a, a, some sort of modification of drivers and BIOS and that kind of stuff. You know, so you are essentially running your running a PC and you get full access to all the resources. Uh, it works well enough anyway. Well, there what, we go. I, what I want to do with it, it's fine. Well, I think uh, I think it's going to be a short one this week, and I'd just like to close things off because uh, I got an email from a chap called Phil Thompson, who uh, is a big fan of the podcast, and uh, he said uh, he said he enjoyed it very much, and he also said, "Mark, you did a great roundup of soft synth effects last year, which was your AU um, plugins roundup, which was really good. Uh, it was roughly the same time as the KVR challenge." He said, uh, "Is there any chance of, of one this year?" And I assume probably not, because we haven't got much time left, but uh, maybe you've got something in the pipeline. <laughs> I haven't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, I mean, the, when I think the uh, the AU plugins roundup I did for you was some 10 years after the one that I did for Sound on Sound about uh, the Mac or the PC or something, so... You can expect one in about 2018, maybe. And- <laughs> All right, that, that seems fair. By the way, Phil um, asked me to do a shout-out for his uh, Mrs. Phil. Can I confirm that uh, synthing away for hours on end in an upstairs room is a perfectly normal pastime for a grown adult and is really a sign of true affection, allowing Mrs. Thompson all the free time she needs to watch whatever she likes on TV without interruption? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. You're here! Good man. <laughs> anyway, so Phil, your wish has been fulfilled, I hope, and uh, thanks for listening. And uh, I think on that note, we should probably round up this week's, this year's, this Christmas's uh, Sonic Talk and just say thank you very much to all our listeners. Celebrate wherever you are, and uh, we'll see you next year sometime. Might be two weeks, might be a bit more, but uh, we'll be back. Don't worry so much for all your involvement this year. Thank you, and thank you so much. Merry, Merry Christmas to everyone out there, and to all of you gentlemen, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Dave Spears, happy Christmas to you, g4software.com. And to you and everybody out there in Sonic Land. And anyone who isn't, who maybe comes and hears this sometime after the fact, if you see what I mean. And Mr. Mark Tinley, um, thanks ever so much again to you, and um, particularly in the last few weeks when I know it's been quite difficult for you to participate with sort of childcare duties and what have you. So thank you very much for making the time, and we hope we can continue to have your involvement uh, as much or as little as you can manage. So uh, Merry Christmas to you, Mark. Merry Christmas, and you are very welcome. I enjoy doing this. It's very good. Good fun. I enjoyed some too. sleigh bells, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, can you keep that running in the background? 
And Mr. I Reg Hilton. No, never mind. <laughs> I'll send nice try. <laughs> Mr. Reg Hilton. Come on, Mark, you can do it. Last but not least, um, once again, thank you very much for your continued participation. I know you're a busy guy, and it's always great to have someone who actually uh, can make time for us. And I know it's difficult because of the, the, the time time difference and, and with you, PJ. So thank you very much, Rich. Um, for being with us this week and other weeks, and may it continue. Well, first of all, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everybody. And uh, it's a great pleasure for me to come and do this. I really enjoy the the shows and uh, look forward to continuing. Um, so Happy Holidays, Happy Christmas, Happy whatever it is you, you, you want to um, celebrate wherever you are. And uh, we'll see you next year sometime. And remember, folks, comments are always welcome. We'll be happy to read them out or play them or however they arrive. Uh, you can email them at, to sonictalk at sonicstate.com. We can just take words or MP3s. Or if you've got Skype, uh, you can call us on Sonic Talk, the handle Sonic Talk. Oh, we've got an answer phone there. Just leave us a message. Uh, we've got Skype in numbers in the US for that. Uh, so dial 312-376-8089 if you're inside the US. Or if the UK is closer or you're in the UK, 0207-870-8616. Remember to dial your country codes for those if you're outside either of those countries. That's US telephone number 312-376-8089, UK 0207-870-8616. Thanks for listening.